Hello, my name is Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. And I'm John Bailey. Call me Bailey, and this is The Way I See It. Hi. Hello. Well, it's the new year. Happy New Year. Uh, bente, bente. <laughs> uh, bente, bente. Bente, bente. I'm, I'm flashing my Spanish, 2020. And I think when we begin a new year, it's a good time because one of the topics I write about and uh, one of the things that we use here at the uh, and talk about and think is functional at the Mindful Living Network is how to live an intentional life. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of people that I've seen, we enter a new year and they have the New Year's resolutions. If you look at the gyms, the gyms all tick up. and Gyms love and, this and, time of year. And if I hear one more person on a keto diet, I may pull out a sharp object, you know. <laughs> what is keto? Uh, I know. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm, never know. <laughs> I am so, I'm so sick of 8 million diets. Uh, by the way, 90% of women who go on diets regain at least 10% of their weight when they go off them. Interesting so, And fact. it's not that I, you know, mindful eating is where it's all about. Uh, oh, you yeah. Know, diets, totally. forget about it. But the point is, here we start, and again, a lot of people feel like it's Groundhog Day. Did you see the movie? It was fabulous. With Bill Murray. Yes. If you haven't seen Groundhog love Day, it. love it too. Talk about rolling laughing. Oh, I know. It's a classic, isn't it? It really is a classic. I love that movie. That's one where it, whenever it comes on television, uh-huh. it's like that Forrest Gump, I have to stop whatever I'm doing <laughs> just watch it. I have to. And I love that it's in syndication. You see it on television Absolutely. All the time. I think everybody needs to see. I see Mahatma Gandhi once a year. I see Gandhi movie because it's inspirational. Mm. There are certain movies that are a spiritual practice to get me kicked, you know. So, uh-huh. and uh, Groundhog Day is. I love one. the Groundhog Day <laughs> very, is one of those. Very it's much snatching me up. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, movie with birding. Oh my God, do I with love it birding. with Jack Black? Um, oh my God. And okay, well, we'll talk birding about birding like watching birds. Yes, yes. Oh, we're it's gonna have bir- to look that up. It's a birding up. competition. And um, oh, that's awesome. And uh, it has Jack uh, Black. Steve Martin, Jack Black. Oh, you have to almost, How do I not know you this almost movie? have to wear a diaper to watch it. Oh, my goodness. And what they're gracious. doing is they're competing for the birding championship of the world. Okay. Okay. And it's like 2020. This was his intention for the year because uh-huh. he'd always bird and everything. But he said, you know, honey, this is the one thing I've always wanted to do. And she said, do it this year. But what you do is you have to go all over the world and find these birds. And oh. so it's a competition and Jack Black's it. It's the funniest. I'm telling you, oh, you're going to die laughing. Hilarious. How recent was this movie? Oh, it's, it's older now, but I watch it every year. Yeah. It's, and again, it's perfect. It's funny. And of course, I happen to be a birder. So I find it even more funny. Yeah, I noticed you do have... A lot of knowledge about birds. And you just you s- mentioned like specific. Did you see the name of my mug? Bird Sanctuary. That's <laughs> AKA your backyard. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Um, and I wake up, of course, with, you know, birds. That's what wakes me up in the morning, not waterfalls. <laughs> but um, really, I mean, maybe it's just me, but I really believe we have a term called brain fog. Neuroscientists are talking about it now. Yeah. We talk about it a lot with dementia or different, uh, you know, psychological and brain diseases. But I really believe that uh, most of us or many of us are living mindless, habitual lives, kind of like in a brain fog. I'm guilty of that, too. Punch in, yeah. punch out. Yeah. Eat, work eat, for the weekend. Maybe similar restaurants, eat similar meals, uh-huh. refrigerator. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, whatever, texting this. You never reach out of that comfort fog zone. I think more people experience that than what they would admit, mm-hmm. you know? 
It's think, very, very easy to get well, in Well, I think if you're driving tide. in our traffic here in Atlanta, you can look around when you're commuting. And it really is. Everybody, you have to almost turn off for that hour. Right. People feel they do. Of mm-hmm. course, we have a whole little spiel on our site about how to commute mindfully, which is really cool. We can do another one on that. Ooh, I would like that. But, but a consequence of this, I call it, is accidental living. Mm-hmm. It's really not living with intention. Right. And you wake up on your 30th birthday, your 40th birthday, your 50th birthday, and you go, oh, my God, the brain fog or the accidental living. And then comes the victimization of, oh, I had a baby or I was broke or uh, whatever it was. Then you get to the victim thing. You know? Right. And so um, – it's just not a. It, it leaves people empty, hollow, and of course, I see them. You know, whether it's counseling or whatever. Yeah. By the yeah. time they come to me, they're angry because they feel like their life is. I slipped. see that. Yeah. So their life has slipped past them, and and so mine is to calm them down, have you know, teach them to have compassion, and go, hey, this is ground zero. Start today. That's what mindfulness is all about. I think that's important. Yeah. Yesterday's over. Gone. Never too late to go back to zero and just build it right back. The future does not exist because it's not here yet. You just have the present moment. Come on. You can paint your canvas. But I think more than ever, I've been around a while, that um, everybody, everybody uh, has this disease. There's advertisements, memes, grocery lists, social media. I mean, I think a lot of us by about lunchtime, maybe or three in the afternoon, are pretty overwhelmed, and a lot of us unplug. Right, just the bombardment of information, opinions being sold to—it's exhausting. And how do you? Sad do you think it is? Then you see these people like you and your partner and uh, myself, or and, and Jim, or whatever, and then you go out to eat, and everybody's on their phones. Oh I think it's gosh. just tragic. That bums me out more yeah. than anything. But that's a continued fog. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, You're yeah. Just and it is accidental it. living, right? We, uh, I think you have to. Well, we'll get into the intention, but it's like you have to make a decision. Like, mm-hmm. phone's going to stay in the pocket. Phone's going to stay in the purse. Because if you don't have that, you it's just this habitual thing. I I don't know if you're guilty of that, but just like checking your emails or checking your no. text too much no that's a generational thing though no um must be because i always i have a lot of people that do it i do i have yeah. a lot of people that check it all the time mine is a discipline of this is my life and um, exactly i will not allow distractions you know, somebody, believe it or not, that I had done a session with, a long session who flew to see me mm-hmm. um, from out of town, texted me at 5 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Now, my oh, wow. dogs jumped up. My husband, who'd been on call, the doctor, woke up, and I was just like, oh, my God, this person has no boundaries. So I didn't answer till Monday, but right. Monday at 9 o'clock, I texted the little gentleman back, mm-hmm. and I said, here's the deal. You know, on the weekends, don't expect it's family, five a.m. Family and close friends, number one, and and even them, unless it's an emergency, you never text me before nine in the morning or past eight at night. Never. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. Yeah. And I said, but but for clients, it's Monday through Friday and nine to five, Mm -hmm. and that's it. And so people are like, oh my god, like I have therapist friends that take this crap all weekend long and night and oh they need me. That's fine. They've made that decision. Right. But mine is, uh, Jim and I, he's always been a busy physician. I've always had a very busy life. And part of the success of being married for 45 years, which is a long time, and you know our marriage is very respectful and loving. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ridiculously committed to each other, is these boundaries. 
That's, Absolutely. I was hoping and, you would go on yeah. that because we were talking about that yeah. before we is, started is recording. The phone, is the phone is one. It can seep in from mm-hmm. every single way. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're um, adamant about it. We also believe that we can't say it if we're, not, if we're not practicing it. Right. But I think it's a tragedy that people are missing their own life, their children's lives, their family, their partner, and everything else because of the distractions. Agreed. But anyway, so um, I didn't think about this, Bailey, till we did this, and What's I don't know if you did. The difference between an intention, living intentional life, and goals. Right, which I was a co- completely aloof to. Do you know what made me think? I, I bought this thing from Amazon because I was going to be you know, more time management, more efficient. You yeah, know me. what was it? And it was a goal sheet. And okay. so what happened is when we were preparing for the podcast, I mm-hmm. looked at the goal sheet and I thought, huh, okay, what's the difference in an intention and a goal? Oh, because okay. I don't know why I hadn't thought about it. But it was just a construct. And an intention is, you know, it's an intended plan, an aim, a purpose. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a direction, an orientation, a mindset, really. And um, it's based on your life process, like your values. Whereas goals are specific, measurable things that you want to get done based on your future, like clean the clutter up in my car, get my car washed, right. save a certain amount of money, $10 or $100 a month specific goals bullets on a list exactly uh goals um they're essential for completing tasks so yeah that little sheet i have for goals mm-hmm. it's really important it's a great business skill oh, it's I a, think so. it's a great running your house or your personal business mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's also a great uh again here we go with marriage or relationships being with somebody partnering with somebody part of the success of our relationship is goals that when su- sunday or monday morning we meet, each of us have goals for the week, like right. I'm going to get the pest control person, the horses need to be the shooed. The things that, both of, that affect exactly. the both Exactly, right. but the, the lists are, look at each other's lists and you go for the week. So right. instead of coming at the end of the week, and if there were 10 things on your list, there are 10 things left. Right. Because then mm-hmm. you can start fighting. You know, like, there's still a leak in the roof, honey. What are you doing about the What week? are you doing about that? Well, honey, I got busy with the dog. She threw up, and I had to take her to the vet. Um, when and- I argue, I default to a southern accent, just so you know. <laughs> My inner Georgia comes out. I love it. I love it. And, um, and so goals are really important. They motivate you. You know, but here's the other thing. I have to be really careful because a, a lot of the questions I get in media or when I'm doing radio or television mm-hmm. is – um, these women who, uh, and, and again, a lot of them are women, being honest, probably 80%, maybe 90%. They have to-do lists every day they start out, whether mm. they've got children, right. whether right, they're right. working and have a family. And they get very depressed and lonely and isolated because they value themselves on the goals and the list, the to-do list they have. Oh, right. So when you don't complete something, you mm-hmm. feel some sort of emptiness. Right. right. And so you and I... Uh, kind of talked about this before the podcast. It does feel good that you to know when you have yes, yeah, list. Oh, yeah. oh my god! That when gosh. you have five things to do. Oh God, I did this. I did that. Totally. Yeah. I mean, we had to uh, stop. Jim and I had to stop, and, and it's an addiction of ours. Uh, over the years, is like midweek mm-hmm. going. Uh, did you do this? Did you do that? Where are you on the list? Ah, the check-in. Uh huh. Yeah. Because then, if somebody's behind, it becomes an irritating. You know. I'm doing my part. You're not heavy lifting. Right. So we had to stop this checking list or the first thing instead of, I love you, honey. How's your day? What's going on? Did you look at the sun? Did you hear birds? Mm-hmm. Instead of that, it was, did you call the air conditioning person on the list? Right. And so we have to be careful. 
Mm-hmm. And and especially in relationships and children, because even though it feels good in one way, it's not warm and fuzzy. It's not a spiritual no. experience. No, no, it's it's transactional. Very oh, that's you beautiful. know, yeah. it's um, yeah, it still feels great. Transactions feel good too. But I think yeah, it's like you can't you can't just um, live your life one one transaction at a time. That's no way to live. Exactly. Yeah, and I think uh, I read an article online about intention, and and I think this was a pretty good metaphor. That the difference in intention as a goal is pretend that you're at the national forest, and you say, "I am going to walk up to that view right there at the top of the mountain and mm-hmm. look out, and then I can check it off my list and tell people, hey, I went to the top of the Appalachian Trail and looked out over it,' yeah, and walk back down, whatever it is, Amicola Falls, I don't care what it is." Which and, is beautiful. You've been there, right? Amicola. Uh, oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah, well, oh, that was a couple miles from our farm. So, oh, yeah. oh, right. Yeah, I we were just a couple that. miles oh, from yeah, the awesome. National Forest gorgeous for all those years. And um, so anyway, that's my goal. Right. And so I, you go to work, I go to work, and that's my goal. But the intention is, you know what? All the way up there, I'm going to look for birds. I'm going to listen to the sounds of nature. I'm going to smell the fresh trees. I'm going to look, let me see what flowers are in this season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to look at the sky. I don't get to see uh, cumulus or all these different kind of clouds. Right. So that is the intention. Also the smells. Oh, the woods. Yeah, you know so, what I mean. Oh, how the woods oh, have absolutely. a smell. Ooh, that's a nostalgic yeah, thing for me. It's intoxicating. In the woods as a kid. Absolutely. Oh, my God. It's like, ah, it's just such a good smell. You know what bothers me? Whenever we go hiking and... This really irks me. You see someone, or you rather you hear someone, it's a couple or a group of people, and they brought a speaker, and they're blasting music mm-hmm. while walking up a trail. I think that's the exact opposite of what you were talking about there. Yep. That drives me up the wall. I'm like, you're missing so much. You can listen to this music on your ride home, man. And, and I can have a throwdown at times like that. Oh, you know, I can. I'm. I'm. You know me. I'm. I'm a disruptor. Meaning, <laughs> yeah. I stop them and go. Oh dear God, what are you doing? To you're yourself ruining your, this. Yes, you're ruining this experience for yourself for too. Yeah, you're, and it's noise pollution. Yeah, which is a whole nother discussion. But again, there. I, I want to mention this before we go to a remedy and and how we can maybe do some intentional living this year is there are three basic differences between goals and intentions. Mm. Goals are always focused on the future. And intentions are focused on the present moment. So let's use that going to the top of the mountain again. I'm going to the top of that mountain, you know, whatever happens to Right, right. It will. It will happen. And But the intention is the present moment because you and I can't smell the flowers or the pine trees or feel the breeze on our face or hear the – unless we are in the present moment. Right. So that's, that's a very clear difference. Mm-hmm. And uh, goals are a destination or a specific achievement – Intentions you live with every day. It's independent of the goals. For an example, um, if I'm going to save $100 at the end of the month, and that is a concrete goal, the every day is maybe keeping my receipts, the intention of being more fiscally responsible. Maybe right. not going to Starbucks every day, every week, every day, excuse me, and saving some money. That was the exact example I was going to give. Yeah. I find making, you, you notice I brought my own coffee today. Yes, yes. Not because my coffee is better than yours, but because I enjoy just taking the moment before I get ready 
to just prepare it. Oh, really? It's just it's just one of those. Oh. Sometimes you know, but see, that's you enjoy the money. Yeah, you exactly. Get, okay? Exactly. That's and not I'd, a goal. I'd rather spend five minutes doing that than spend five minutes in a line at Starbucks. That is trying beautiful, to though. To if someone. your goal though was to get a cup of coffee, you could have gone to Starbucks or Dunkin' exactly. or whatever. Exactly. That is so cool. Or thrown it together and whew, whew, came mm-hmm. in here, but you didn't. That's beautiful. So the intention exactly was the experience. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That is so cool. And it's just it's it seems like such a simple thing, but I enjoy I've got a little scoop, I like the uh-huh. filter, I clean it out, I make uh-huh. sure I enjoy I like to wipe the coffee machine whenever I'm done, you know, using it. I just enjoy the experience. I'd rather do that than spend uh, time in line at Starbucks. Well, and here's what we talk about the difference between a spiritual practice or a practice mm-hmm. and a habit. A habit is a mindless thing that you do over and over. Right, uh, right, right, right. Yes. A, a, a practice, like meditation mm-hmm. or making coffee. Right. And that's what mindfulness is all about, is about to shift from the mindless habituation, the brain fog. Exactly. You know, and all this to, that's what mindful living and our whole mindful living network and what we're trying to bring into the world. Your life goes by in a blink, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> and the past Agreed. is over and again. The future is not here. So really the only thing you have is the smell of that coffee right now and the mm-hmm. sound of it gurgling as it goes drip, through drip, 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 drip. and the smell of the rich coffee. That is such a beautiful comparison. And, and anyway, the third difference is goals are external achievements. Mm-hmm. They are. Intentions are about your relationship with yourself and others. So then you come back down the mountain, which we're using as a metaphor, and all the way home, driving back to Atlanta, you are still almost in tears uh, you know, seeing a hawk swoop over your head and oh, smelling yeah. the trees and listening to the wind rustle through the trees. All, all the Or looking out and seeing a hundred oh, yes. miles. Yes. That's yes. amazing. Yeah. I love that. It is. That's that's the experience. So goals don't ever do that. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have the goal to go up there, do you see why they're married to each they're other? They're intertwined. And exactly. that's and, and I'm glad that's why we did this uh the three uh this versus this, because I was like, Well, our goal's bad and you're like, No, no, it's you need those to live a life of intention, but you don't need to just favor one over the other. I uh-huh. love that. And that was a question I was gonna ask you and I like how do you feel when you accomplish a goal and how do you feel when you accomplish an intention? And we've been talking about right, that. Right, right. A goal is like, Oh yeah, I did this this week, I got everything done, new vacuum cleaner, whatever it is, and huh, okay, check. Um, and again, it's an it is an ex- external thing. It's very cool. Right. And right, right, right. and then the other thing was if you check in at the end of the week, um, did you have fun? How did you have fun? My husband's asked me that because I just, you know, my challenge my whole life has been being a workaholic. Busy, I love busy, to busy. work, as you well know. Oh, yeah. And I'm organized as crap, and I am misefficiency. Mm-hmm. And so mine is the reverse. My whole challenge for the last 40 years of my life has been to play, meditate, you know, get outside in nature, do fun, sensual, intentional things. Exactly. Instead of functional things. So mm-hmm. I, I get it. How about you? This, this, I mean, this has been illuminating for me because I feel like sometimes I do live intentionally, not completely unbeknownst to myself, and then other times I don't. So I think what it is is you know that I like to interact with people. Oh, sometimes that drives the people closest to me nuts because they're like, this person in the line at Wendy's does not want to talk to you. <laughs> but sometimes it's just as simple, you know, going to buy chicken nuggets turns into are they real chicken nuggets or 
our kind oh, of chicken Oh, well, this nuggets. would... Uh, I'm trying to relate to everyone else. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Because he's vegan and, and yeah, I'm yeah, a pescatarian, I'm so that's why I thought yeah, I caught yeah, him. So I'm, I'm trying I thought to I caught to him on masses. a little cheating run no. to Chick-fil-A, and I thought I'd just call him out right now. <laughs> I like how you wanted to put me on blast like that. No, this would be uh, this would be me from uh, four years ago but you or you know, they do have fake else. chicken nuggets. They're fabulous, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, the Boca brand. Oh, Shout yeah. out, Boca. Oh, They're delicious. Oh, they taste like Wendy's chicken nuggets, to be honest. Yeah. Oh my God. Teriyaki sauce, barbecue sauce. Please try it. So good. Um, But you never know what, um, you know, something as mundane as standing in line at the Wendy's. You talk to somebody. Those are the, those are the times where, you know, I think I'm going to do something. I think I'm going to the post office. The simple act of speaking to someone, letting someone borrow your tape at the post office, whatever. And then, I've literally made friends doing that. I've made personal connections. And I think that's that's the difference. When you're standing at the in line at the post office, yes. everyone is grumpy. Exactly. They all the post office is a check mark on someone's list, <laughs> you know? So you have to flip that on its head and you have to do that intentionally. Yeah. You know? I love it. That's great. That's a great image. Yeah. Exactly. Um so, how do we live an intentional life? I mean, that's a Good question. Mm-hmm. And I talk about it. Do you want to be the victim of your life or the hero of your life? Mm. If you're going to live on social media and in the chaotic pressure cooker of 2020 and politics and and divisiveness and all the stuff that's going on, pressure for jobs, money, it's the beginning of the year. The most depressing day of the year uh, is right here. Right. Yeah. So um, y- you have to make a decision whether – you're going to be a victim or a hero because if you keep this up, you're going to be a victim. And that's why depression and anxiety rates and suicide rates are through the roof like we've never seen before. Exactly. And you have to create it. And you can't. And it affects the- everyone, too. Mm-hmm. On our last podcast, you said that you wanted, to, you felt like that, and I'm guilty of this, too, falling into the victim mindset. That's a conscious decision to not victimize. Right. And you're going to slide there. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I did this week. With something and got overwhelmed, but it's the awareness. And that's why this little acronym I created called ACE is a great way to Mm -hmm. get you started to live your intentional life, especially this year, 2020. And so it's real simple. Remember, ACE your life, A-C-E. And A stands for awareness. And on awareness, you can't do anything without becoming aware. The first step of your journey, especially in 2020, is awareness. Like, get quiet. Be silent. Write down what you're becoming aware of, okay? And I, I'm just crazy about writing it down. Don't let it just float through your brain. And then ask yourself some questions. Um, remember, if, if you keep grabbing at something, whether it's a new job, a new relationship, I always use the image of being in a swimming pool with a beach ball. Mm. Try to reach that beach ball. And the more you try to reach it, the further you the further slap it, goes, it away. The way it's exact. That's right. physics. But the silence, when you get very quiet and still and go inside of yourself, in a few minutes, you're going to feel that beach ball beating against you. And I believe that that's with anything you want in life. Yeah. Whether it's a job, a person, love, mm-hmm. more gentleness and forgiveness in your life, whatever it is, is it's like in that. the awareness and in the confidence that will be drawn to you. Uh, and instead of, you know, drifting around. <laughs> so number one, I say, write it down, take a piece of paper, and I like paper as opposed, get yourself, you know me, I'm a folder girl. So, oh, yeah. and I have all different colors. So the minute I get an idea for a new book, screenplay, anything, 
I have such intention. I write it down. It's not a goal. It's an intention. And it immediately goes into my file folder. Mm -hmm. So write it down, put live an intentional life, maybe ace my life and write it down. Get a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle, pretend you're balancing your checkbook. On one side is credit. It's a plus on the left side. Okay. And on the right is a minus. It's a debit, just like you're balancing your checkbook. Yeah. And so on the one side, on the credit side, Write the things that give you energy, bring you joy, happiness, Mm. like you said, (laughs) whether it's smelling the trees, your dog, your job, birds singing, going for a walk with your partner, and reflect back on your day. Do this for at least a week and reflect back on your day. And um, are you, how, how much is on the plus side? Right. And the life we're all living now, working so hard and commuting an hour and a half in traffic and everything, Mm -hmm. you would be shocked to find out how little is on that plus side. And then people get home and they're tired. So what's the default? You go on Facebook and look at other people's lives. I'm serious. Okay, so on the minus side, ask yourself what drains your energy in your life. What things are sapping your energy, making you irritable, making you tired, you're not able to sleep at night. So it's like a credit and debit thing. Do this for at least a week. And on each side, on the credit and debit side, think of these are the things I suggest people um, focus on. Persons. Well, who are the people in your life, such as family members, coworkers, friends? Are they on a plus side or a negative side? It's really important to yeah. become aware. No judgment. Just become right, right, right. aware. Mm-hmm. And then next is tasks. Okay, like at work, carpool, meals, family time. What tasks are on the positive side, like eating dinner with my family, mm-hmm. you know, I love even setting the table because I love colors. And, I like cooking and, it. And, and okay, I find see, it to I, be extremely, I, I, whenever I'm stressed, yes. you know how like, you know, some people are like stress bakers. I'm a stress oh, chef. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> it stresses me Negative. out. <laughs> Do, see what, see? But, uh, but, but you, you see know why that. individual? Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. And, I, I love and that. And I don't wash the dishes. Jim, you know, almost gets orgasmic washing the dishes. He <laughs> loves them. He loves washing the dishes. He loves drying the dishes. He loves putting them away. Not me, baby. <laughs> so um, that's why we're each different. That's yeah. why I say it's got to be different uh-huh. people. And then emotions um, that affect your life. Guilt, shame is so huge. Mm. Worry, we're all worry warts, expectations, fear, anger, complaining. Look at the plus and the minus, okay, and do it. Look at it. No judgment. Tell the truth. And then money. Uh, your financial status, you know, how do you feel about that plus or minus? Like, plus, I started saving $10 a week. Right. You know, or like you said, I start, you know, I'm going to Starbucks once a week instead. Exactly. Or I'm not, I'm spending a fortune and it's just bleeding through me. Mm-hmm. So anyway, time, it's the holy grail of life. If you have one holy grail, the only thing you have is time. So true. It's the facts, guys. So time has a purpose. Time limits you, whether... um, And that's why there's decades, too. There's the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. It's finite. You're going to die. So it's really cool because time has a purpose. It forces you to change. Yes. Okay, it was like when I used to smoke when I was little, little, and I'd go, I will not be 20 and have a cigarette. I will not be 30 and drink alcohol. Mm -hmm. I had little, whereas if it went on forever and time wasn't the holy grail, do you see? It could quit. Exactly. Yeah. And, and those things have helped me keep up practices, mm-hmm. you know, that I've kept up for all these years. Um, but what is draining your time? If you're getting on social media at night, what, what, if you're paying, you know, it's like we used to say, pay Peter to rob Peter to pay Paul. Right. But if you're doing that, then you're not spending time maybe reading, walking with your partner, 
maybe going to a meditation class, mm-hmm. you know, doing something to change your life. Exactly. Okay, so now that's the awareness part. So you got the info okay. after a week. And it's cool if you can do this with a couple. I mean, with the partner you're living with. Oh, of course. Or a friend. I call it the buddy system. Yeah, accountability it, is key. Accountability is so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you coach each other. It's pretty neat. And yeah, then, yeah. Some people f- feel accountability is like, oh, I'm holding you accountable. No, it's it's more of an encouragement. Yeah. And that's why judgment. No judgment. Exactly. This is like the Buddhist. No judgment. Judge Because if you are, it's not going to work for either one of you. You're right. You're going to go, oh, you're still doing that. And then choice, and this is where you live an intentional life. You look at it and you go, okay, uh, look at my minus side. I have been a victim. I have been a victim of three hours on Facebook every night. I have been a victim of griping on my commute for an hour every morning and afternoon. Mm -hmm. I could have made that Mm -hmm. time. I listened to a book on tape. I listened to inspirational books or reading. You know, I could have listened to amazing music. Right. I could have. Listen to therapy sessions. There are therapists that, you know, you can choose anger, fear, jealousy, and learn about, instead of seeing a therapist, learn about yourself. Exactly. So, you know, you choose. So that's this is huge because the power is in choice and victim mentality ends when you understand that your life is the sum or the product of your choices. You can't be a victim. You may not control many of the circumstances in your life, but you do choose your reaction, you choose your attitude and your responses, okay? And that's what mindful living is all about. Oh, yeah. It's not that you're not going to need jerk and do something negative to somebody, cursing, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. It's the awareness of going, ooh, I really hurt somebody. Or I really yourself in check something. like that. Exactly. And um, so, and the last is the energy that you get from that experience. And I promise you, whatever you have put in your awareness, your pluses and minuses, and said, I'm, I'm going to put, and again, with women, what's interesting, uh, is, it's so interesting, Bailey, is they may have 10 things on the minus, but on the plus side of what they're doing for themselves that they love, they may only have one or two things for That's who they shame. really are. It is. It is. They do everything for their children, the husband, work, neighborhoods. You know, all this other stuff, churches, but but mm-hmm. they leave themselves. So it's a really good wake up and awareness yeah. of, wow, I'm eroding myself, you know, like a piece of, uh, we have a lot of pimento cheese here, so we, we shave cheese a lot. Uh, oh, but like a piece of shaved stick. cheese. Exactly. I'm, I'm just shaving. You like are that. the queen of metaphors. I love it. shaving it away, baby. <laughs> and you might want to ask yourself, who do you want to be? Who are you? And what's your desire? You know, who? this is a great thing because it, it's really opens up to who you really are in your career and your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also helps you develop resilience. So the energy you get um, is really, really powerful. And, and be aware of it because you're either not going to have energy or you're going to have more energy from the experience. Then you start all over again. It's a cycle. You go back to A. Mm-hmm. You become more aware. Right. Okay. And again, this ACE came, awareness, choice, and energy from... What, 10 years of a, a student with uh, Wong Lo Sin Si, who was a uh, Taoist, and then I had the Dalai Lama for mm-hmm. like eight years, and then Thich Nhat Hanh for 20 years or whatever, is it's basic, you know, all the Buddhist tenets and my nuns at the Roman Catholic Monastery, mm-hmm. these are basic tenets of spirituality. Right. I just tried to make it easy, and this acronym seemed, okay, Harriet, the woman we serve, mm-hmm. um, our Shiro, that... She can remember this. Ace, awareness. I need, okay, I'll be more aware. Choice. I'm not a victim. 
I can make this choice. Mm-hmm. And then how do I feel after I did it? And then you start again. So it's it's really cool. Very and palatable. Also, it'll change your, your children's life too. And another thing, since it's 2020, I really believe that a lot of people are visual. So I believe in a vision board. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, get it. Uh, I say magazines, print out pictures online, mm-hmm. whether for me this year it was um, getting a horse. My horse died. I had her 32 years. Oh, yeah. And I loved Sunset, and I've been devastated. So um, I'm getting a horse, and I'm going to get up and ride again. We're in the business, but that's a business. It's not me riding. And I there's something about sitting a horse when I've done it for 40 years that um, it's it's a hole in my soul. So I had that on my vision board. You oh, know? yeah. Um, I know you had yeah. a really deep bond with exactly, with and and you know different things that are on there. Yeah, and you look at it and put it somewhere where you're going to look at it because it's really inspirational and make it yours, whatever it is. Right. So that keeps you. And then also, uh, I believe in a tribe, as you well know. I've got two tribes of uh, people, and one I meet on Monday, one one I meet on Wednesday, and that here we talk about the buddy system, mm-hmm. accountability. Oh, yes. Huge. Absolutely. And so this year for me is uh, my intention is um, instead of being smart, because my whole life, you know, growing up in rural Ohio, like I said, with Amish and Mennonite and girls like me weren't supposed to be smart and cute and energy. And so it was always prove, prove, prove yourself, you know, whether winning the spelling bee, grades, whatever. And you said that you just did that for years. Forever. Yeah. And so my job um as my therapist suggested a couple weeks ago was why don't you shift this year and become wise woman Mm. and it's a different energy it's i deserve this yeah i know all this stuff why don't i relax i don't have to prove anything to anything anymore yeah and then the addendum to that is as you well know i've been studying time and i think we need to do a podcast on this and um some of the buddhist um and physics, of course, the physics people don't see it as linear. They see it as expansion and contraction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want to become aware this year of every emotion I have and every feeling I have, whether it's expanding or contracting me. Yeah. Do you see, are my cells, am I smiling? And, and if you think about it, the ones that are expanding you are love, kindness, um, compliments, like you said, meeting somebody, like you said, in the grocery store line. And being yeah, nice. yeah. Or when you get ticked and you want to hit the car in front of you or whatever you want to do, contraction. That is, a getting sh- in. that so, is, and, yeah. And, and what we know is, I'm the called the stress queen. That's really stress, yeah. expansion and contraction. Of course, yeah. But when I really thought about it, is the beauty of time, expansion and contraction, because we're expanding cells or contracting them. When we're contracting them too, our immune system suffers. You know, on a cellular level. Oh yeah. And how are we change? I mean, this is my new question. I'm going to study this this year. How does the whole concept in physics of expansion and contraction affect your concept of time instead of linear? So I think it's ex- Ooh, yeah, I think it's pretty interesting because if you think about it, when a baby's born, mm-hmm. they come out of the womb and they're expanding from the time they're breathing, right. growing, getting larger. Yeah, absorbing then, information. Yeah, 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 expansion, expansion. Yeah, and then they start expanding and contracting through you know twenty, thirty years old. And then about 50, 60, they start contracting because of aging, whether it's bone density getting less, right? the way they think, mm-hmm. you see? Yeah. So, so it's really cool that it's the cycle of life. And if you think about a flower, it comes out of the earth, it expands, mm-hmm. and then it starts everything, expansion and contraction. Exactly. So again, there's a new book out on time and the physics of expansion and contraction. So you can count, baby, that's my new. How about you? 
Um, uh, in regards to what? Sorry. Oh, this year, 2020 expansion, contraction, and right? T- and live an intentional life. Well, how do you feel about like year 2020? What's oh well, I think this is um, well, like we've talked before, um, the intentional life is um is conscious decision so having something like your ace is really great because uh like i said i think it's palatable it it breaks it down into something uh that you can easily run through awareness i've always considered myself to be aware at least in my adult life since i've known you yeah Yeah. um and and i think that maybe that came as i got older i think this is relevant to anyone of any age um the uh the choice, that's the ticker for me. It really is. Um, because, you know, the energy is going to be there anyways, but, but making that choice. So I think, uh, what, what I'm going to be focusing on is, is having the, the awareness, but making that conscious choice. And to be able to come back and uh, whenever I go through the cyclical, it's always a positive. The checks and debit, I also enjoy too. I like that. I think that's a great, great metaphor for that. And it's a shame that so many, uh, you know, you were speaking about women. Uh, a lot of the women that you've worked with have l- less credits than debits. And that's um, something that I've seen in my own personal life. The women in my life are extremely selfless. Yes. And, um, and, I've benefited from that, and that's uh, that's kind of a testament to how much they've cared about me, but that's also kind of sad to me to think about. That I love someone... that you said that, because Jim and I talked about this this weekend, because uh. I was devastated by his habitual whatever he was doing, Yeah, and I said, it really hurts me, and I said, and he said, oh, I wasn't aware of that. He even used the aware word, mm-hmm. and he said, I promise you I'm going to be more mindful about when I do this right. particular thing he was doing. And I said, well, we'll see. And he said, I really am, because me seeing how hurt you are and the tears in your eyes is breaking my heart. Now, see, that's right. and, and he didn't know it, and I wasn't thinking of it at the time, but it, that was Ace. He became aware that I was really hurt and sad. Made he said, I'm making, he said, I'm going to make a choice. I, I will not do this to you. And then that was on a Saturday, and on Sunday, we were holding hands and walking and mm-hmm. went to get ice cream and stuff, and he said, wow, the whole weekend has changed. And see, the experience, that's where we get the energy from the experience. Yeah. So then when he went, we left on Monday, and he went back to work, and he said, wow, this I'm really going to focus on this. This could really change not only our relationship, but my relationship with my patients and other I think things that's in great. my life. So do you see? So it really is a good algorithm of course. to keep in your pocket. That's great. Or your heart. I like the pocket metaphor. You're so good with the metaphors. I love that. That's awesome. So here we go with 2020. Please Woo-woo. live an intentional life. It's 2020. Don't, you know, be the shero hero of your life this year. Uh, we're not rah-rah on anybody, meaning we don't want you to, you know, have to think you climb Mount Everest or whatever. Right. It's just the littlest of intentions can really change your life in dramatic ways. Agreed. Agreed. Guys, thank you all so much for being here. Uh, if they want to check us out, uh, let's do a quick plug for the website. Okay. It, you can go to our, O-U-R-M-L-N.com or mindfullivingnetwork.com. That's and great. And you can contact us at info at mindfullivingnetwork.com, and we will answer any questions or ideas from podcasts. Or if Which you have we a, love to get. Yeah, and we if you have a book or those. something that you'd like us to talk about or yeah, review, we'd love that too. Let us know about it. Sounds great. Guys, thank you all so much for being with us today. My name is Bailey, and this is The Way I See It.
And this is Dr. Kathleen Hall. This is the way I see it, and have a good week. Thank you.